What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm excited you joined me today because we have a very special guest. We have Cam, aka Coach Grand Cam, and we're excited to have him in the house because Cam is a dating coach at the Grand Mail. He has been featured in top-tier publications such as Forbes, Bloomberg, Business Insider, and Wall Street Journal. He provides top-notch dating advice to meet women, assists in image consulting for men, and helps men optimize their dating profiles. And he is a cool, cool cat, man. I can't wait for you to meet him and glean all of the great knowledge and expertise that he has to share with us. Let's cue the intro and we'll jump right in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Coach Cam, welcome to the show. I'm excited you're here and super pumped to be able to glean as much information and knowledge as we can out of you and just happy to have you. Thanks for joining us. Michael, thank you so much for having me. I love the intro, by the way, and I'm excited to be here. It's an honor and it's a privilege to be in your, you know, in your program and the podcast and to hear also the list to have the listeners also to listen to me as well. It's, it's a, it's an honor. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. We're going to jump right in. As our listeners know, we love, love, love to get backstory because it is our journey that is the best, right? We never go on a straight line to go from point A to point B and an entrepreneur's journey is crazy. So I'd love to go back to a little bit of the beginning and talk about how you ended up here doing the cool things that you're doing. Thank you, Michael. So it all began with growing up, born and raised in Los Angeles. And I grew up there for a majority of my life. I grew up as pretty much as a, a good, like a pretty well-to-do family. Uh, we have, we were also an entrepreneurial family as well. So everyone in my family eventually became entrepreneurs. My parents, they immigrated from Iran and I was born in America though. So they, I'm like a first generation uh, uh, Iranian. And when I, when I came, uh, when I was, as I was growing up, I was always fascinated by the idea of business and right. also history as well. So I always wanted to know the background behind everything, Michael. Like, why is it that certain things are like this? How do we get here? What is the meaning of life? I would always ask these deep, profound questions to my father. <laughs> so my father was like my first mentor. And he eventually became my business mentor as well. I went to university uh, in, in Los Angeles. And I got my master's in business as well. So I have a focus in entrepreneurship. So I've always been very much interested in business, understanding the game of business. And most importantly, about life. My sister, she ended up being an entrepreneur herself where she is just helping clients with, uh, with like she has an agency where she helps clients with like advertising and everything. So essentially, my family, we, there are restaurant, restaurant tours, franchisees, and there's me who's the dating coach. And then my sister who runs, who is in like marketing and ads and everything. So we all have our own little spiel into entrepreneurship, but ultimately the idea of just solving problems for people and coupled with self-development is a very powerful thing. 
which of which could we can I could talk more details about my dating coaching journey as well. But that's how it all came into fruition is just having a passion for business, being a, a Los Angeles native currently living in Arizona right now, and just fueling the hunger of understanding how I can improve my life through business and through life as well. Wow. I mean, that's, that's some serious entrepreneurial roots and, and you can't, you couldn't have avoided it if you tried, that's for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tell me a little bit more about your father's influence on the entrepreneurial side of things and, and being able to have him as a mentor to start talking to about business in those early days. Yeah, absolutely. So my father, when I would begin with like more self-improvement questions and life questions, it then eventually started segueing into more about, about the business. What I found, what I found interesting was that my father was always had a, a pretty sharp business acumen. And I wanted to understand, like, how does he have this business acumen? What allowed him to get to where he is now? Right. The kind of questions we would talk about is a lot about the restaurant. Uh, it all started the restaurant journey. So my, my parents were in the mortgage business and they left actually before the crash. So of the, the mortgage uh, crisis that happened in 2008. So they left around maybe 2000, I would say 2006 or 2005. And uh, what ended up happening is when my parents got into the restaurant business, it was a huge risk. Uh, financially, it was a big risk for them, but they made it work out. It was a concept that ended up working out pretty well. And my parents did a great job with just motivating a team. And I always ask my dad, how, how is it that like, when, when you're having a particular issue with this one employee or let's just say a customer is not satisfied, like how, do you, how does it work? So I've always had a curious mindset. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs need to have is what makes you curious? What drives you to understanding the holes in whatever, whatever it was happening in business or life. That right. was it. That was the thing for me. I want to understand the holes that I had. What were the gaps I had? And I always wanted to bridge that gap as well, Michael. And because my father has been able to answer so many questions on a life perspective, when it came to business, it was a no brainer. It's like, I knew that my father would able to help me with so many things. And that built a greater bond between one another, him being there for me, uh, for all my life, having the love and passion that he has for me uh, as a father and me just having this, this, the passion of wanting to understand more about life, that role model figure is exactly what I need to help me with my current journey right now, because I am a role model to a lot of men, right? And I say this in a very humble way as well, not to sound braggadocious, but I do serve as a role model to men that I know that share that with me or to guys that I do not know about that, that they haven't shared it with me, right? But I think essentially being an entrepreneurship is being a role model of some sort because if you're going to lead a team, they have to look up to you. So that so the early conversations when I was a, an adolescent to a teenager to a young adult and to this day still asking him questions um, has really paved the way for me. So it's funny, like being a dating coach is not just – helping men sleep with women or creating a girlfriend or having a girlfriend or having a family. It's about like understanding yourself, understanding your identity. And once that has happened and you under, and you have this curious drive to learn more about life, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether it's like finding the quality woman that you're looking for, the ideal match, because you have, you have so much self-discovery who you are, life is a whole lot on easy mode going forward.
Oh, and being yeah. an entrepreneur is not going to be very difficult because you can always find answers somehow, whether it's through consulting, being on this podcast and tuning into Michael, right? To the audience I'm sharing this, uh, you will always find answers because you're curious. Right. I love this, this approach of, of curiosity because uh, it shows up in so many different angles and, and we've talked about it numerous times on the show in regards to being on a sales call and and we always say inside of our organization sell don't or serve don't sell right i we, love that we, we love want that. to serve when we can serve don't sell and part of doing that is through what you just said through being curious and through developing that curiosity what do you feel like in your journey was the thing that helped you continue to, to generate that curiosity as you continue to grow as an entrepreneur? Great question. That definitely has to do with understanding my identity. So when a man begins with start with studying his identity, Michael, it, he must have, he must have, there's two things in, in this world that a man has to be aware of. And the context of this point of the conversation is that there's identity and there's ego, right? And we talk about a lot about ego, how ego can be so destruct, so destructive for your business. If the CEO, the, the head of the company is so egotistical, he will bring everybody down. Sales will go down. Clients will be unhappy or customers will be unhappy and nobody wins. Right. Being in your ego is the, while ego can have its benefits in certain moments, I would say for the most part, identity is more sufficient in serving you a more prosperous and fulfilling life. Identity is knowing what are your boundaries in business or personal boundaries, what are your standards in business or personal standards. Identity helps you encapsulate everything about who you are. The ego is where you have all these insecurities, which are two kinds of insecurities I talk about in life. There's the business insecurities on a more of a, on a foundational level. There's business insecurities and there's personal insecurities. A personal insecurity is like, I'm not confident enough to go talk to that woman. Business insecurity is like, I can't charge high prices because no one will buy from me. I don't think like my product is good enough. I don't feel like I'm good enough. And that goes in both ways, both personal and business. So, so what drove me, not just off motivation, but what drove me was understanding, okay, these are all the insecurities and traumas that are holding me back. I don't want to be looked over. I don't want to have people look at me with a lack of respect. I want to be taken seriously. If I need a, if I'm going to motivate and lead a team of people, they need to look up to me. They need to believe in who I am. But if I don't believe in myself, how can people believe in me? Right? So always about identity. Coupled with identity is my vision of who I am. So I would have days as a teenager when I wasn't making a lot of money just relying on allowance or just scraping by whatever I could. I always saw a bigger picture for myself that I will be a millionaire. I will have access to nice cars. I'll have access to a better lifestyle for myself, access to nice restaurants. Um, I will have that dream woman by my side, whatever it was like my appearance will look nicer. I will also get respect from people. I always kept Bring, piling on more and more and more and more positive vision state visions of myself. And I would have affirmations about myself and I would have goals about myself using the smart goal strategy. And it just started coming more and more. And it was just momentum. 
So I've been living off momentum since I started asking my dad about the meaning of life. It's been momentum on and on and on and on in business momentum on and on and on and on. And that's how it all came to fruition. Wow. That is great. I want to dig in a little bit more to the downside. We talked a little bit more and you dove into identity and I want to talk a little bit about the pluses and minuses of ego because we, we kind of went the identity side and I love that. And it's, it was super clear, but let's do that. Let's dig into the pluses and minuses, you know, the downside of ego, the upside of ego and, and what it can do and for you and against you. <laughs> sure. So to state the obvious, the negative would be, we deal with this in sales all the time in business where somebody says, I can do it alone right? I've always, always, always been humble enough to learn from other people. I never thought to myself that I'm better than anybody uh, in the sense that I can learn business. I, I know business more than that than the consultant does. I know dating better than the dating coach does right back when I was like getting dating coaching myself. So I've, I've always been humble. The downside of ego is you're not humble. You lack humility. You don't want to learn. You don't want to be on this. You, somebody who thinks they know it all, will not listen to this podcast. Somebody who thinks they know it all about dating will not want to hire me as a dating coach. But yet, Michael, you know that a lot of these people they, that are so egotistical, they have holes in all areas of their business. Even me, who's very humble, I know that I'm lacking some areas of business I still need to work on, right? So that's the downside of ego. I'll say like an upside of ego in certain moments would be because hmm. I, it's, it's almost like it could be a crossover with identity, but I would say like in certain moments, like if you need to, if you need to protect yourself from something, right. If somebody is like trying to attack you, you don't want to get an identity mode and say, okay, well um, you know, let me, let me identify this process in the ego. Like, let me identify I'm, a, I'm about to get assaulted or attacked or something like that. Let me get in my identity. No, it's like, and the ego is like, no, I need protection. Right. Cause if you think about it, when somebody's saying no to when they're handling, when there's sales uh, uh, objection handling on the call, they're trying to protect something that they're not showing their true colors to the, to the salesman or saleswoman, right? Ego, that's their ego blocking that. So in the, I would say in the, in the moment, it's more like on a personal side, not really a business side, but on the, on a personal side, you want to protect yourself if you're being, you know, under stress, under attack of something. Right. So that's why I say the only time really ego works out. I never coach my students to say, hey, at this moment, you should be in your ego and go ego and everything. I always tell them to drop their ego because the more humble you are, the less likely you're going to be in dangerous situations, uh, whether it's business, because you're always it's always preventative measures that you're taking because you understand that you're not in your authenticity when you're in your ego. Identity is always authentic. Ego right. is not. I love it. Talk to me about the process of actually committing to being a dating coach, because I know you're, you're so much more 
than that. And I know oftentimes it's about, about sticking your flag in the sand and saying, okay, I'm a dating coach, but even just listening to, I know our listeners can, listeners can hear this. You're so much more, you're talking about mindset. You're talking about the inner workings and, and how we're to be, uh, how we can use curiosity to our advantage. So there's just so much more. So I know we're saying dating coach, but I, I also want to put out there that it's very obvious that it's so much more than that. But when you decided, okay, I've got to stick my flag in the sand and this is what I'm going to do and this is who I'm going to help. Talk to me about the process of setting up the business in that moment and really committing to that space. The process of setting up the business began with my own journey of self-discovery and understanding myself, right? So that curiosity drive that you've been mentioning, it got to the point where I, I had a podcast that I was launched, that I launched myself. So, you know, shout out to you for having your own podcast. It's a lot of hard work. So for anyone in the audience that's never launched a podcast, Michael's doing a lot of work on the back end, and he's doing a great job, like having all the guests like myself and everybody else to, uh, to edit and everything. So there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes. So I totally understand it. So I had a podcast and I think what re- this is what actually gave me the confidence that I could become a dating coach full time. Well, eventually become full time. This is during the time when I was still working with my family in the restaurant business. When I had guests on and when I would give my two cents and the guests that I looked up to and was mentored by or just random people I invited onto my show that were dating coaches, when they were agreeing with me, that's how I knew I had a knack for it. Like I, I, I have it. I can do it. I'm ready for it now. But I still did about... 30, roughly 31, 32 episodes. And then I had some financial backing, thanks to cryptocurrency, that gave me the confidence I can just quit my family's job and uh, and work full-time as a dating coach, which uh, formally began, last, uh, began in 2021. But in the meantime, for many years also, Michael, I was informally helping guys out. I had a lot of my friends call me and I'll be, I, had, I was so passionate about it. I'll be on the phone for two to three hours sometimes just helping my guys out like friends out with like them struggling with women in high school, college, whatever it was. I, I think for me officially what allowed me to just plant my flag in the sand was I didn't look at dating coaching as just again, sleeping with women. That's a very surface level, low IQ way of thinking, in my opinion. And I always say, I like to always think of high IQ things. What elevates me to the next level, right? Sure, intimacy is important. I understand intimacy is required to create a child as well. Completely understand it. But I see a lot of guys just living on the surface and they don't think deep and profound. They think too small. They're too tunnel vision. I hate that. (laughs) I want guys to think big. Like you creating this podcast, Michael, is thinking big. You helping us out with value for all our audience here is, is big. That's big time thinking. And it's risky as well because it takes time out of your day to do this, right? But it's, it's, there's a calling for you to do what you do, right? Yeah. I feel like my calling within dating coaching is not, hey, here's, how you can, here's 10 ways of how you can sleep with a girl. It's more like create a legacy for yourself. Right. As a dating coach, I don't believe we just are helping guys sleep with girls. It's more, or, you know, and I don't believe in manipulation at all. I hate dating coaches that manipulate. I believe in authenticity, transparency, being straightforward. And with that one woman that you meet later down the road, think about the legacy that you're going to have with her, the children, 
even if you don't have children, the legacy you created for yourself, that you are liberated from all the trauma and the insecurities that have been holding you back. And you are helping her with her own personal issues. You are a leader in this, in this, in this companionship. She can look up to you and say, wow, honey, you've done so much for me. Thank you so much. And she is reciprocating with her femininity. And you are always giving her that masculinity that's authentic. Everyone's real with one another. That's a better society. Instead of being filled with liars and manipulators, you have authentic men and authentic women creating families or legacies together. I love that. Thank you. And, and very, uh, very insightful because I think that there is a, at least as I've traversed the, the business culture, I think there's this idea that a dating coach is about some of the things that you talked about. And I, and I really think it's so much more than that. I think that uh, I love the perspective on, on the masculinity and the femininity, uh, obviously coming from a ballroom dance background, uh, you know, those that have listened to the show, I was a former professional ballroom dancer. My wife and I danced on the circuit for 10 years and it was incredibly important that we were able to demonstrate our, our role and not because we were forced to play that role, but because it was the role we chose to take on. And as we played that role, we both had different jobs and, and we always related it because we were dancers. We always related it to being in a band, you know, there's yes. one singer and there's one drummer and there's one guitarist and everybody does their job and, and then you can create beautiful things. And I, I love that perspective that you you brought out about that because I think it's important and I think that it's important across the whole spectrum regardless of who or what your relationship is everybody in a relationship whether it's a business partner or whether it's a significant other you have to determine your roles and you have to figure out where you fit and what you're going to do and bring to the table for everybody in the process. And, and I bet you've seen that a lot in your journeys and working with men is in helping them to figure that out. I mean, you have any experiences that you can share with us about that? I would say that that was so important that you said that about roles, because I, I feel that there's so much confusion. I've had clients come up to me and they don't understand their own role. Well, first, beginning with roles, I think they have to first understand like why they are where they are right now, right? Your role, I would say the first role that you have, top priority role, excuse me, top priority role for any man is understanding himself. That's the first role you got to put yourself in. Once that's happened, now you can have the privilege of dating a woman authentically with transparency and being straightforward with her. And, 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 and that when you, when you understand exactly what your role is and you know what your boundaries are, you know what your vision is, your standards, she can go into that role that is coinciding or excuse me, it's more like it's, it's, it's compatible with you because if we, if we, I think oftentimes what happens, the lack of compatibility is because he has not explained his, his, what his 
vision is for their monogamous relationship or just their fling or whatever they're having, he hasn't been straightforward enough. So she doesn't understand her role in that companionship, in that intimate connection. So then it becomes chaotic, lack of direction, and lack of communication altogether, which is not good for any relationship. Whether it's a fling, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a marriage, there has to be com communication. So I've had guys come up to me and they're telling me, oh, this is, I remember this one specifically. This was this earlier this Monday of the, time of, the of the time of this recording. This one client of mine, he was mentioning how his, the woman that he's seeing, she's not interested to be as intimate as he is, right? And I told him, well, have you communicated that with her? He said he did, but it's been, it's already too late at this point. He didn't say this in the beginning, or he didn't bring it up when they started becoming intimate with one another. So there's a role for everything. There's roles in the bedroom and there's roles outside the bedroom, right? But if you're not communicating exactly what you're looking for, you're really doing a disservice to that person. Like if I, if my, if the girlfriend, if I had a girlfriend that was looking for something, a particular role for me to play in, I expect her to illustrate that to me, to explain that to me. And there's no judgment coming from this as well. I would just want to know what is it that's on her mind. And I expect my clients to do the same as well. If there's something intimately a role that he wants her to play or even outside. I mean, let's talk about business. Like if I have like in my business, for example, right. I always need people to help me with running my events because I do immersions with men, right? If I have a woman who's interested in being part of my immersion, one of the roles is I need you to please uh, be a model for my men by doing a communication workshop where you're talking to them and you're practicing, they're practicing talking to you and you just reciprocate and give them active feedback, what they could do better in, in communication. Another role for a woman to be in my life is that she helps run my events for me. So she could, she could create goodie bags for the guys after they're done. She could create posters or advertisement, run marketing for me. Like there's so much out there that I could help her do. So if a guy has a business similar to mine, or he's just running a business rather than valuing, this is very important, rather than valuing the woman for just her body or just her beauty, you could give her more than just that. Give her a role in your business. Give her a role in your, in your, in your hobbies or something like that, where you guys can connect together on a more deep, profound spiritual level. So that's how like a lot of clients, like they often come to me just to wrap up this part. A lot of guys will come up to me and they don't have any roles for anybody in this world, right? It's chaos. So I teach them how to have more of a structured, formal way, but also make it fun and encouraging. So if there is that one person in their life that wants to have a role in their life, well, what are your expectations? What are your standards? What are your boundaries? And how can you communicate that to them? How can you channel that to them? Right. Super important. And, and it's just such a cross uh, subject concept. Like yeah. you said, doesn't matter if it's business, doesn't matter if it's your family and your future kids, mm -hmm. everybody's got to understand their, their roles clearly defined. And I mean, especially for our entrepreneurs here in business, you all out there know if you have a team and they don't know their role and they don't understand what they're doing, 
like you said earlier, it's chaos and it can turn into chaos real quick. And the buck stops with you. As soon as you don't take care of that, it is all going to come back to you as the fearless leader. So it's, it's so important to, to get to that point. Tell me, you know, if we have, I'm assuming by this point, a majority of our women listeners have potentially dropped off uh, and that's totally cool and it's fine, but some of them are curious, which we talked about and that's cool. And I'm, I'm hoping they've stuck with us, but talk to me about what it would look like if one of our guys right now is out there listening to this and they're like, yeah, you know what? I've been wanting to, to make this move and you've convinced me. I'm curious. What do I do? What's it look like? What happens? Because some of them are like, I don't know. Like it sounds a little like, what do I do? Right. So talk to us about the process. Talk to us about what it's like to work with you and, and uh, let's ease some of their fears. Sure. Sure. So to work with me, I'm, I love life. I'm very much in, in, in positivity. Um, I know there are bad days out there, but I don't believe in bad days. I'm very grateful. Um, every day for me is a good day. Even if it's not a good day in business in terms of making a lot of money, even if it's not a good day where I had a lot of rough, tough and tough and challenging moments or conversations, I still feel like it's a good day. Working with me is very fun and exciting. I, I have a team of people that are by my side. They believe in my vision when I feel that they're not putting in the work that they could, because, because oftentimes I, anyone I hire, I feel like they're destined for more. I've always believed I was destined for more. I looked a very, I left a very cushiony family business where I was making six figures. I had job security I had a 401k. I left all that to do what I wanted to do today, which is helping guys out and creating authentic, meaningful connections with the women that they are interested in. Um, so for all the women that are still listening, like, Thank you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> appreciate you ladies. And, and this, and then the part of your question is also like, what is it like to just become an entrepreneur? Is that what you're referring to? No, to actually literally come in and, and work with you on, okay. on your expertise and, and helping them take their uh, personal uh, identity to the next level. Oh, okay. <laughs> so funny that you said that actually. I had a, there was this, there was this woman that I went to a pool party with in Arizona and our pool parties are insanely like, they're like, they're literally like a nightclub, uh, but it's during the day. So I had my videographer with me. I had my, one of my clients with me and I had this woman that I've been seeing who was uh, with me as well. And one of the things that I, while I was helping my client, she was curious. She's like, what are you telling your client by the way? So I gave her like the whole thing. You know, he's, he's freezing up. He's not expressing himself in conversation he just freezes up and doesn't talk to anybody so i'm helping him on the side so my i had a moment where my videographer uh was who's also a client of mine as well he was helping my client so i had alone time with the lady that i was with and i told her hey so do you do you feel like have you seen anybody interesting that you want to talk to any guys any girls you want to talk to introduce yourself to she's like no, um, I'm just keeping to myself right now. I said, well, you know, you're a very social, social woman and you're very a, a kind, graceful woman. Why not express who you are and let them know what you're all about? And she said, um, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to, ha how to have a good vibe, which essentially a vibe is just like your energy. It's a, it's, a, it's a flow of energy that you have within yourself that you embody. And when you're vibing with someone, it's that both you two have a, com a compatible 
communication, set of communication for one another. And the flow of the conversation is just so smooth between you. So she said, I don't know how to have a good vibe. I said, well, you just holding yourself back. You're really doing a disservice to yourself by not expressing who you are because the world wants to know who you are. You have a, you have a beautiful soul about you. And if we're not going to express that, then no one knows. The world doesn't owe you anything. You got to go out there and make your mark, right? So I'll go out there. I'll hold her hand, walk around with her and say, and I'll go up to people and say, watch how I talk to people. I'm high-fiving random guys, random girls. I'll compliment them. Hey, I like your shirt. I like your bathing suit. You have great energy about you, right? So I'm, and this is completely coming from the heart. Everything about me is there's multiple statements of empathy that I'm giving her, right? And a concept that I came up with literally that day, it was just, it just, it was just a breakthrough moment for me. It was the three circles of communication. So this can go for men and women. So if a woman is looking for a compatible match or she's someone who's interested in me or she's whatever, she wants to just talk, start talking to people. The way it works is like you have the first circle, which is the widest circle. That's people that are, you're talking to the bouncers, the security, the, uh, the security at the door, the, the, the bathroom attendants, the bartenders, whoever. People who are even men and women who are just posted up by the wall who are too shy and they're too scared to talk to people, talk to them, right? So that's the first circle of communication. You're warming up, talking to them for about maybe five seconds to about a minute to two minutes. As you are warmed up talking to all these people, you're, you're creating a identity for yourself in the venue too. So her personal identity is increasing as well. She's making her mark with all these people and everyone is so grateful that if they have been neglected the whole night, not being talked to by anyone else, well, guess what? She talked to them. So she made them feel special just by high-fiving, cheersing with a drink, whatever it is. Then the second circle of communication is there where now it's the focal point of the venue. It could be a pool. It could be a bar. It could be a dance floor, whatever it is. At that point, you're having more intimate conversations with people where it's more deep and profound. So that will last you for about, let's say, two to five minutes, for example. It could be even 10 minutes. And then the first circle is the one where you actually approach that person where you're legitimately, authentically interested in them. This could be like, a, like somebody you find you're single, he's single, or she's single, you're single. And you just approach that person, let them know what you're all about. Tell them you're, you know, you, 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 you just have, you start off with some kind of surface level topic and you get deeper with it. Hey, how's your night going? You get deeper with it. And then you can dance with them. You can have a drink with them. You can share great laughter with them, whatever it is. So that's how you can build your identity in whatever venue it is. It doesn't matter if you're in any country or any city in the world. You can do this anywhere you want, um, as long as you bring positive and authentic, exciting energy with you. Awesome. That's great. Guys, I hope you go back and take some notes on that because you can pause and rewind and take notes if you're not driving. And um, <laughs> I know I listen to a lot of podcasts while I drive. Um, but uh, how can everybody find you? How can these guys find you and get in touch and learn more? Absolutely. First off, I just want to say thank you, Michael, for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the great, great questions. And for all the listeners, uh, everybody, and thank you so much. Really appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to watch this episode uh, from the beginning to the end. So wherever everybody can find me, I'm on Instagram under Coach Grand Cam. Uh, so again, that's Instagram.com uh, forward slash Coach Grand Cam. Uh, you could also find me on my website, which is 
thegrandmail.com. Again, that's thegrandmail.com, which is on the screen right there. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate that. And the best way to reach me, again, is through Instagram, uh, or you can contact me on my website. But ultimately, guys, uh, I, again, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm very uh, – I love these kind of podcasts. I love talking about business. And I, was, I hope that the dating stuff that I brought up was relevant to the business uh, podcast as well. And looking forward to seeing your success, Michael, on this podcast. And you know, continue uh, happy success for you and your family as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Gosh, that was uh, some great insight today. And I'm excited to hear how everybody puts it to good use. Guys, go check out thegrandmail.com and make sure that you check out his Instagram and reach out if you need some help. And uh, don't forget, until the next episode, keep choreographing your business every day. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.